Hey, Calvary family, this is Pastor Michael Grove here on the Bible Reading App. Today is February the 17th, and we are here in the Bible Reading Plan, reading one chapter at a time. Today, reading from the New International Version, we will read Acts chapter 12. It was about this time that King Herod arrested some who belonged to the church, intending to persecute them. He had James, the brother of John, put to death with the sword. When he saw that this met with approval among the Jews, he proceeded to seize Peter also. This happened during the festival of unleavened bread. After arresting him, he put him in prison, handing him over to be guarded by four squads of four soldiers each. Herod intended to bring him out for public trial after the Passover. So Peter was kept in prison. But the church was earnestly praying to God for him. The night before Herod was to bring him to trial, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and centuries stood guard at the entrance. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared, and a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him up. Quick, get up, he said, and the chains fell off Peter's wrists. Then the angel said to him, Put on your clothes and sandals. And Peter did so. Wrap your cloak around you and follow me, the angel told him. Peter followed him out of the prison, but he had no idea that what the angel was doing was really happening. He thought he was seeing a vision. They passed the first and second guards and came to the iron gate leading to the city. It opened for them by itself, and they went through it. When they had walked the length of one street, Suddenly, the angel left him. Then Peter came to himself and said, Now I know without a doubt that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from Herod's clutches and from everything the Jewish people were hoping would happen. When this had dawned on him, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, also called Mark, where many people had gathered and were praying. Peter knocked at the outer entrance and a servant named Rhoda came to answer the door. When she recognized Peter's voice, she was so overjoyed she ran back without opening it and exclaimed, Peter is at the door. You're out of your mind, they told her. When she kept insisting that it was so, they said, it must be an angel. But Peter kept on knocking, and when they opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. Peter motioned with his hand for them to be quiet and described how the Lord had brought him out of prison. Tell James and the other brothers and sisters about this, he said, and then he left for another place. In the morning, there was no small commotion among the soldiers as to what had become of Peter. After Herod had a thorough search made for him and did not find him, he cross-examined the guards and ordered that they be executed. Then Herod went from Judea to Caesarea and stayed there. He had been quarreling with the people of Tyre and Sidon. They now joined together and sought an audience with him. After securing the support of Blastus, a trusted personal servant of the king, they asked for peace because they depended on the king's country for their food supply. On the appointed day, Herod, wearing his royal robes, sat on his throne and delivered a public address to the people. They shouted, This is the voice of a god, not a man. Immediately, because Herod did not give praise to God, 
an angel of the Lord struck him down, and he was eaten by worms and died. But the word of God continued to spread and flourish. When Barnabas and Saul had finished their mission, they returned from Jerusalem, taking with them John, also called Mark. This concludes the reading of Acts 12. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. Let me ask you this. Do you expect God to answer when you're praying? I think it's kind of interesting that when they heard that Peter was at the front gate, none of them believed the servant girl. Why? Well, because Peter was in prison and they knew he was set for execution. Yet, there they all were, gathered together in a house, undoubtedly praying about what was taking place. And when God answers and frees Peter, none of them could believe it. Do you ever find yourself saying a prayer that you don't know if God actually will answer? That's actually not how we're supposed to pray. When we pray, this is what James tells us in James 1, 6-9. He says, When you ask... You must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. What he's saying is, when you pray, you have to believe that God is actually going to do it. Now, will he do it exactly the way you want? Should you expect that you are going to get everything you ask for? No. When my kids ask me for something crazy, I'm not going to give it to them. I'm going to make sure to give them what they need and to take care of them. So this isn't saying that if you believe hard enough, you're going to get whatever you ask for. This is saying if you believe it's in the will of God and you are pursuing him and asking him to do something about it, You better believe he is going to answer, because he will. And if you believe it with all of your heart, you will be able to see the power of God move on your behalf. But if you're going to be double-minded, don't expect to receive anything you're asking for. So how do we do this? Well, it starts by making sure we are praying for the will of God, not just for things that we want, but for the things that his heart is longing for as well. And then, when you pray for those things, believe that it will happen. Believe that God's will will go forward. So the best thing you can do is to align yourself with the will of God and then ask God to do whatever it takes to see that come to pass. And if you do that, you will receive it. Because God's plan cannot be ruined by the enemy. It cannot be pushed to the side or thwarted at all. God's will will come to pass, and he wants to use you to make it happen. So if you will align yourself with him, he will do whatever you ask, because it will only help his will be done. So align yourself with him today and allow God to use you however he wants. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you and God bless.